right. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode. I'm Stan the Man. I'm Evil J. Uh, and I'm Shadi. Wait, what is this an episode of? Oh, this is Into the Combine. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. I forgot what we were doing. I didn't know if it was mm-hmm. one of the other episodes that we did. Do we have another podcast? Oh. Do you have another podcast? No, I, I you guys not. did without me or something. Oh, yeah. Me and Stan do. <laughs> yeah. Jason's <laughs> Not Allowed is the name of the podcast. <laughs> no Evil J. <laughs> what do you talk about? Just shit about me the whole time? Basically, yeah, yeah. That's the whole episode is just all the stuff that you fucked up in the, the episode that we're about to do right now. So <laughs> All the shit I made you listen to that you fucking yeah, hate. All the, yeah, all the, yeah. We critique all the all those songs. <laughs> Anytime you fuck up saying something, we like replay it a bunch of times and then laugh our asses off at it. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm going to leave it a shit review later on. I mean, you're not going to be able to find it because we've found a way to block you from all the advertisements <laughs> and all the other shit. So, like, you won't be able to do it. If anybody out there wants to join this cast, two openings. I got all the passwords. I got all the login info. I got I got all the login <laughs> info for all, all the right donations. Now. Yeah, I, I have to <laughs> Changing it all right now. There <laughs> we go. There we go. <laughs> you changed 10 accounts in like two seconds. Uh, well, well what guys, we... it's creeping up. Oh, yeah. We're doing our is... mini, uh, mini end of the year list today. What the fuck? I didn't even know it was mini end of the year. What, are, what is this shit? <laughs> kind of. Yeah, Stan, you got to explain it because I don't think that's yeah, what we're doing today. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about, apparently we did this last year, which I have no recollection of it. But Oh, you don't remember? No, I don't. But uh, we're doing uh, best EPs, demos, splits, <coughs> singles, blah, blah, I don't care, whatever. Anything that's not a full album. Yeah, last year, it might not have been formal. Which Maybe is we not just talked, yeah. This year, but we just, I don't know if it just happened happened like that, or if we just were like, let's bring up some shit that we didn't, you know, like the shorter releases. It's actually, definitely something we should have been doing all this time if we weren't. Yeah. But. Yeah. yeah, we just did a casual last year. That's why I said this year, like, you know, we're not like trying to make a big list, but whatever. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah, because otherwise, you know, you kind of skip over you some know. of that stuff sometimes. Yeah. I do. I'm just a, yeah. I'm just I, curious I, what I are, like, everyone's best demo is or favorite demo and stuff like that is. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we will. And uh, at the end, got an interview with Connor from Genocide Pact. He's a drummer, drummer slash. I know he he writes with guitar too and stuff like that, but nothing long. I did a couple of those longer interviews recently. This one was just like a nice, short and sweet, thirty minute, nothing too crazy. So, if you haven't listened to that album, check it out. Stan, have you have you listened to it yet? I like I got it ready to go. I have not listened to it okay. yet though. Yeah, Shawty, it's not. I don't know if it'd be your thing, but I'm really curious to hear Stan. I mean, I, I know you like the last one, so that's why I was curious. Oh yeah, I feel like this one's better. So. Okay, nice. Yeah. So that's cool that you talk to him. He's a badass. Yeah. He's in like a bunch <laughs> of like, bands. No, seriously, he makes that band like so much better with his drumming and his mean mugging the whole time. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I agree. he's so good though. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah. So that, that's cool. It was a good one. It's at the end. So we Stan, should we talk about the show we just went to? Yeah, let's do it.
incantation, primitive man supporting, <laughs> and then <laughs> a couple bands sissy, I had never heard of. Sissy, sissy Spacek? Something. I don't know. Yeah, Sissy Spacek. Okay. And then Withered, and then the, the opener was Jarhead Fertilizer. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> so it sounds intriguing. I got a lot to say about the show. I got a lot to say about that show, the show, but fucking jarhead fertilizer was so fucking good. Mm. <laughs> oh man. How would you describe it? Just ugh, dude, like grind fucking in your face. <laughs> dude, okay. This is this is my description of it was if dying fetus played like a more of a grindcore. Hmm. That's what it reminded me of, and th- they just they had a way of doing those guitar hooks, and I yeah. Dying Fetus is the only person I know who can do that, like the the guitarist of that band. But like they had those like hooks, like what was just more in your face and like grindy and like all over the place and like less less technical though, like than Dying Fetus. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, ex- yeah. I, exactly. That's what you're saying. They're like grindier. Yeah, yeah. But the 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 way they did those riffs and like I guess um, Scott from Pig Destroyer kind of does that too. But it was just like it was hooky guitars the whole time, and then they just the drummer was just fucking so awesome. A little bit of nails kind of vibe, yeah. You know, like if you if you liked a band like that, you'd like it. Like yeah, dude, the drummer was nuts, man. Like intense. <laughs> I love their fucking setup because it was uh he the drummer does vocals. And so he was like almost like kind of front and center, like he was right in the middle, which, you know, usually that drummer sitting way in the back, but it was like kind of fucking cool to have oh, the drummer. Shut up. So the drummer was like the set was in the middle of the stage kind of? Yeah. Kind of, right? That's, yeah. That's fucking awesome. It was, yeah, it was more, it was more, yeah, like it wasn't as back as you normally would be. So it was like almost like, yeah, he was like front and center, but it was like perfect the whole, the, the way they like, he did the main vocals, but then the one guitarist did a lot too. Yeah. And then the other one would do some, and it was just like the way they just. They, I I was so intrigued about like how tight they were because they looked like really young, you know. I don't know how long. I don't know anything about them, mm-hmm. but they were like, they played like they were a band for twenty years. They were yeah. so tight and like they just knew. I was like so intrigued, like how they just knew each other so well, and you know, yeah, put on a show as one. Yeah, it was one I had I had listened to that album once a while ago and I remember being like tough, this is hard, you know, like this is good. 
but and I still haven't went back to it after that show, but I've been dying. I got to do it because it's it was it made me like really into it. And like it was just cool. Like you don't see a drummer doing like that. I mean, playing as fucking intense as he was and doing vocals. There was one point where like the microphone like came off the thing and was like hanging down. And he was like all like hunched over with his head to the fucking side, like fucking still <laughs> playing those insane beats and like still doing the vocals. I mean, it was just like. I don't know. It was impressive. That's all I'll say. Like for just an opener, you know, to be that good. So they, they set the bar pretty fucking high. And then it was just the long middle <laughs> oh, section of that show. Oh, dude, the three next bands, dude, I was, dude, it was like a bad acid trip. <laughs> not, not feeling it, brothers. Oh man. Wither what was, was like, what was it about it though? Like, why did you not like them? Dude, it was such a weird show. So you had them. You know, they're grinding their ass. And they off. had a hard, like a hardcore vibe, even. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. They really were yeah. different. Yeah, heavy emphasis on the core. Like, yeah. And then you have Withered, which is like a black and death mix mm-hmm. that was just boring as fuck. So boring. <laughs> like, there's just nothing to it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, we were saying there, like, there wasn't a lot of like dynamics or like anything to really get like big riffs or hooks. Nothing like to really pull you in. And it was all kind of like, Almost like mid pacey kind of stuff too, so it wasn't really. Yeah, there was nothing There's to nothing get you catchy. Yeah, but nothing I mean maybe me on CD, but like live it wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Not horrible, but just nothing like exciting. Yeah, <laughs> but then what was that? Oh, that went, then it was at Sissy Spazek or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and dude, okay, so this is two guys, <laughs> a drummer. And a guy that plays, I don't know what the hell. Well, no, actually, the drummer was doing a whole bunch of shit, too. We were pretty far back. Yeah. We had no desire to go up. But uh, <laughs> drummer and a bassist. That's it. <laughs> no guitars. <laughs> He's got, like, what? noise pedals. Uh, so he was that's, doing half bass and half, like, noise. It's awkward. Yeah. And the drummer would just run out and stop drumming and go grab some instrument <laughs> and play. And <laughs> like, shoddy, like, have you ever listened to noise? Like yeah, an, like noise bands, just like like literally like noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's horrible. Yeah, like I listened to a couple songs before the show, and I was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Like, are they gonna actually just do noise live? Like, I know what noise is, and I mean, I know people are fans of that, but I was like, people want to see it live. Like, I felt like that was just something you listen to with your headphones on, you know? Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. When you go to see Blood Incantation, you don't want to hear a fucking noise band. I mean, at Who one point, that was I, a good think, idea? I think I, I I could be wrong, but I thought the guy like grabbed a fucking like trash can and was just like knocking yeah, yeah, it into like a, <laughs> the yeah, mic lid or something. <laughs> yeah. Like just making noises and like no actual, like no riffs, like no music. Like, no, he would just do this. Like Jason <laughs> said he looked like he was jerking off the guitar, but basically just sliding back and forth. Mm-hmm up and down the neck and it did look like it was jerking it off but like it was just, that was all he was doing with the bass the whole time yeah and like the craziest just like the most like primitive grindcore type vocals where it's just like <laughs> just dude just I mean noise
Yeah, Luckily, yeah. they only played for like literally like 20 minutes though. Yeah. So that was like that was good. Like, and we understand and we're just like are just like trying to figure it the, like out the whole time. It was so, intriguing. It was. Yeah. It wasn't like the most boring part of the night for sure. Yeah. It was something to like kind of be like. I just feel like everyone was like, what you know, what's going on right now? So it was at least entertaining, but. And even after that, I even kind of thought, like, I was kind of impressed that they kind of pulled something off. It didn't t- <laughs> sound like complete, like, you know, it was weird. Yeah. But I, if you like that stuff, I'm sure that set sounded actually pretty good. I just, right. boy, that was new to us, you know? Yeah. So I was impressed in, to some extent, but. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking weird. Yeah. I mean, listen, if I was going to a show and it was like, I'm expecting that and I'm there for that. Might be a different thing, but again, yeah, and I guess the same thing goes into the next man, like Primitive Man. Like, you know, I'm there to see Blood Incantation, obviously. I knew I wanted to see Jarhead Fertilizer, too, but, you know, both bands have energy and shit. So, Primitive Man, Shoddy, I don't know if you've ever checked, have you ever checked them out? No, I have not. It's nothing, I mean, it's nothing you're going to like, so it's like. (laughs) Thanks for that. No, don't, yeah, I mean, it's slow. It's slow, There, it's doomy, and it's like dark and dense very and- dark same chord the whole time <laughs> it was a it was basically like a to me it was like a funeral doom band or like or song that just never got anywhere it was just that <laughs> slow part then the start and then you know it usually goes to something yeah you know they pick it up they just never picked it up yeah. they never like did anything different the beat was the same I don't know how those drummers do it. Like, they're seriously just playing at like 60 beats per minute. It's the same beat for a half hour. Yeah. And it just went nowhere. It was so waste of fucking time. But I was intrigued for like the first song. It was a super long song. I was intrigued. I mean, they were setting a vibe and a mood. And I was like, I could get kind of pulled into this maybe. But then it went for like 45 minutes, I feel like they played. And, you know, this was like a five band bill. So, like, and it was like at 10:30 when they were playing so uh, you know yeah i'm ready for bed i'm ready for blood incantation and it was just going forever so i know a lot of people love that band i've listened to them before it was okay but live it was rough it was just rough getting yeah. through it no offense to them I, like they played it good you know like everything sounded right it's just i couldn't sit through it if you love that yeah. stuff then it was probably great I did I did like the vocals a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It was drenched in reverb, but it sounded cool. Like I just wish they did something more with the guitars. Like there's Right. You know. A lot of just one note hitting that yeah. one note, letting it ring, that kind of stuff.
So that was long. It was long getting through that. And then, like I said, man, it was five bands. And by the time, dude, Blood Incantation didn't come out till like eleven oh five. Yep. That's uh, Tuesday. Long. Yep. Tuesday night. We're thirty <laughs> plus years old. <laughs> Not cool. I gotta go to bed at nine, man. I'm like, yeah. I'm in Detroit at eleven o'clock, but. I mean, it was worth it. I mean, I I never seen blood incantation. Yeah, so like, it was worth it. Pretty but. special, but <laughs> what'd you think? We didn't really talk about them, Stan. I mean, what'd you think about? No, that we set? just want to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, dude, it was awesome. I mean, they're just such a. I I, I will admit that I I did kind of get lost in the music because I was trying to figure them out. Mm. You know, that was the first time I seen this, and you always listen to all that weird shit. But actually, see it like to see it played live and like how the two guitars and the bassist like all mesh together and yeah, it was just like I was like on a trip just watching them. Yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't really get into the, the didn't get into the music that much. Like I was just more just and like just in awe like watching them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I get it. I just I was blown away. Like. Cause it just was so seamless live. Like it just, everything sounded so perfect. They may, I mean, they mainly played hidden history, which was, it's really cool. I was telling Stan, like I like star spawn the best out of, out of their full lengths, but seeing that one live, it was really cool. Cause it's such like a journey of an album. Like once you get into like the, like spacey shit and then the last whatever 20 minute song or whatever it is, like that was really fucking cool live. Cause it's just, I feel like you're just really like taken in by it. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, like you're just trying to figure it out. You're just like, you know, it was cool. It was just cool because they played what? They played two off of uh, Star Spawn, right? Yep. Yeah. Like those ones are just more like bangers, you know, your, you know, headbang kind of stuff. And like, but by the time, you know, when they played that last track off Hidden Histories, it was cool. Maybe, maybe like that album even more. It works really good live, I think. Yeah. Break, breaks it up. like just good live performance just i knew they're gonna be awesome and they just exceeded all my expectations yeah well you want to start us off with some uh short releases of the year well should we break it down first oh yeah we should have did that we should
Should I know that? I don't know. So I guess I guess we should have broke it down earlier, but <laughs> breaking it down since we're talking about the EPs, EPs, demos, short releases, singles, whatever the fuck that you wouldn't bring up on the end of the year list. That was one of them. That's the band called Torture Tomb. It was a split release with them and okay, Combat. What song is? What song is that? <laughs> it's uh, Unknown Stench. Why? That was one of mine, but <laughs> for real? Yeah. <laughs> it's the yeah. It's the second one of like from that from theirs. I honestly don't remember which one I made earlier. It's so it was funny. one of those. Dude, it was one of those releases. I like th- just thought of it again today. Really? And I was like, "Oh, this one was so fucking good." And I, <laughs> I remember like loving it. And I was like, "I gotta find a clip for it." I, you know. Yeah. It was yeah. like I refound it again today, but it's so damn good. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> like the pinch harmonics, the fucking mm-hmm. tone, like the dry ass drum tone. Like it's yeah, all dude, that so snare. Good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The, the split is called Greased, Then Released. And yeah, it's out on uh, Transylvania Records, which if you got a spare minute in the day, just sit there and fucking go through that discography. And the other side yeah. of the split is with Combat, which I like them, but I don't know. Something was kind of a little weird in their production on this one, but it was still good. Yeah. It, was, it was good. I was going to try to make a clip between the two, but it just didn't work because the, like, the other one's just so much better. Yeah. Like, production wise, like Yeah, the songs are good on combat and everything. It just it was just a little bit different, but they're a good band. They're a good band, but the super killer fucking split. You you like that label, Stan? Transylvania? I got a lot of mixed feelings because there's a lot of shit and not all of it's good. Right. You know, so you really gotta take your time and sift through it, but like the good shit is good. Yeah. It's got there's a variety for sure. Yeah. A variety so of stuff. Yeah, shit, but though. there's a lot of good stuff. I, I it's fun. I like I like going through it. It's a cool label though. It's really like it's like top of the line tape label. Like they yeah. sell all their tapes six sixty six. Like yeah, you know yeah, you get a lot of good shit. Right, right, yeah. So check out Torture Two, man. That's some badass stuff. Well, that was my split of the year. So get that over with. <laughs> well, there we go. We knocked one out. <laughs> well, uh, you want to give us a different one? Sure. I have a feeling we'll have like at least one other overlap. Oh yeah. I'm going to I'm going to go with clip 3. This is probably the one that we do have. Oh, okay. Yeah. Get it out of the way.
(laughs) (laughs) And you probably can't even guess what that is, right, Sean? No fucking idea. (laughs) That's what's so fucked up about that one. Yeah, it's Gate Creeper. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, I don't know if you remember back, uh, it was early, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, it was January, shit. Mm. Um, Yeah, they put out that EP, it was like seven uh, like grindcore songs, and the last one was like a doom, funeral doom-ish like slow ass song, yeah. But that was part. That was the end of that slow part, like or the slow song. It had that really melodic melody well, and an unexpected reality. Yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, okay. And yeah, oh, I see how slow. I I see. I grabbed this and intended on giving it a chance, and then remember looking at the song lengths and being like, "What the fuck is yeah. this?" Well, and you gotta listen to them. Like it's just like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because like the first your- six or whatever song, seventh song, whatever it is, they go by, they're like minute long, and then all of a sudden you hit this like Funeral Doom, Death Doom track, and it's like, it just slaps you in the face like how different it is. But I think that's the such a cool that idea. I was taken back by, like that's what. Yeah. Yeah, it was the vocals that I was like, holy shit. Yeah, that he didn't have any of the low parts in that clip, but like, yeah, he was right. going like high, and that's like different and. Which is cool. Just, it's yeah. fucking disgusting. Like nailing <laughs> that really different good. I like style. his highs a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I mean, like he's. I remember reading like an interview where he was saying like they did this based off of uh, Black Flag has an EP where they did something similar. Mm. Like side A is all like I don't I don't know if it's the same thing where it's all fast and then side B is like a really slow, different thing or whatever. But that was like the idea for it, which is fucking cool. That's like something cool and different to do like with an EP. You know? I really like that they did it too, because you know they're really not they're they're pushing their boundaries like within them, mm-hmm. but like they're not doing anything new on their new CDs. It's just Gatekeeper, and it's just the same thing over and over. They're just bettering themselves, right? You know, but like this, it was just like them actually trying something different. It was cool, right? Yeah, which will be that's why I don't think it'd be cool to see what they do next. Not that they should do this on a regular album, but. I mean, they definitely could mix some of this stuff in there. You know, everybody everybody mm-hmm. liked it. So, which yeah. is what's cool about EPs. You know, you do something, you can just fuck around a little bit, see what works. You know, the only thing I gotta say is I'm gonna go on a little rant here. <laughs> well, who the fuck's putting this on their end of the year list though? It's it's clearly like an EP. Yeah, like I, this should not be on list. It was on decibel. That's like ridiculous. I seen that. Isn't that weird? Because they don't do EPs. No, and it's just like, like if what, you want to do EPs on your own personal list or whatever, what, that's fine. But like Decibel, you're you're doing the yeah. top forty albums of the year. This is not a full length album. Like really, like it's just what just because they're Gatekeeper, like yeah, they're good. But like wait, you know, it's an EP. Yeah, that, it really that's is. about the stupidest thing I think I've ever yeah. heard. It's I I was so pissed when I seen that. Yeah, dude, I don't know what their reasoning was with that one because I mean. They, I mean, they, they're themselves. They're calling it. I mean, it's an EP. You know, it's not like they said it was a full length. I mean, I've seen on other people's lists, but like again, like whatever. Some people just make a list of their favorite shit. That's fine. But like, if you're a publication, you know, mm-hmm. a website, the the, the that, metal like, magazine, everyone yeah, looks forward up. to their top forty. You yeah. know, that was weird. I forgot about that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They had some questionable stuff on there. So I don't yeah, know. <laughs> they really did. I'm looking at it again. <laughs> Don't they yeah. always though? Don't I always fucking shit on how stupid they are? They always got those off-ball releases on there, you yeah. know, every once in a while. But this one was just—I don't agree with this one. Yeah, I don't either. There's a there's a good handful. I was like, ah, and some of the ordering, but maybe yeah, whatever. <laughs> how about you, Shad? You got any good EPs or 
splits or demos? <clears throat> All right. So I honestly did go back and I looked through everything I listened to this year to try to find anything. And I really only had one of them. And I didn't feel like I needed to make a clip for it because of what it was. But yeah, I don't know why or how I didn't listen to more EPs this year. <clears throat> I feel like I was just struggling to find anything good at the beginning of the year to listen to that I just threw those off to the side because I didn't want, I don't know why I didn't want to listen to them, but I don't know. You get what I'm saying? Like it was just more of, I needed an album to listen to and mm -hmm. didn't want an EP. So, <clears throat> but the one thing that I do have came early in this year and it was the, uh, Bodum After Midnight album, Paint the Sky with Blood. Mm. So, yeah. I think I still um, only heard maybe the first track on there. I mean, the first track is easily probably the best track. It's, it's just Bodum. If you wanted a little bit more, I mean, it, it's the same shit, but it just had a different energy to it where it was, it felt a little bit refreshed, but. So this was actually one of my picks too. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. There we go then. So, so I got a clip if you want to listen to it. Yeah, yeah there we go. go. What, what clip do we have, Stan? It's uh, clip four. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really glad that uh we got this though. It was like kind of a nice little goodbye, I guess. Yeah, that's I how know. I honestly felt about it too, man. Like I it's don't know. Like it's just it was it's just one of those ones that kinda of get emotional, like you know, just how it happened and you know. No, I I'm honestly right there with you. I mean I felt the same way listening to it. Like fuck man, it was only three uh, you know, three songs, like knowing that there and, might be more shit out there that didn't get finished because of what happened, like and like it, I thought that song was really strong song. Like it's really good, and well written. What was the name of the song that we just listened to? Oh, that to? one was uh, the whatever the uh, paint the sky and yeah, yeah, paint the sky with blood. Yeah, yeah was it I the completely first agree with you. Yeah, the first track. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's a single. They have the music video. Yeah. Yeah. The second track's good. Um, it's not as good as this one, and then the third track's a dissection cover, which is just fucking awesome. Maybe that's why it was so fucking good, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's where Dead Angels or yeah, whatever. Angels. We're, yeah, we're oh, Dead I Angels hear lie. That. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> but it yeah, was cool. I only I'm glad listened to the first that. one, I, the first track, and I remember thinking, like, it was good, and I do, and now that I listen to that, I remember thinking, like, oh, cool solo. 
And then yeah. that, just listening to that again, it's like, man, did that dude know how to solo? Like, oh my god! It's I mean, shredding. Oh and god! Like the yeah. skill to play that, but also how like melodic and beautiful it was. Like, man, mm-hmm. it was like a. It was like, when I remember when I the first time I listened to it, it was like almost like a chill in the boat and like greatest hits, like the greatest parts of like mm. you can hear like every album in that one track. Yeah, because I, I remember know. hearing yep. the first part of me like this sounds mm-hmm. like children yeah. of bottom doing children of bottom, but then like it keeps going. You're like, oh, I I, I totally know what you mean. Yeah, 100%. and I wish, I, I wish we got something full. I would have loved to see like how it is because I know like a lot of times you know those bands break up and then like. But that was sounding it, awesome though. Oh, like, I know, and I think it would have actually been like really strong release, like a full album mm-hmm. or whatever. I think it would have been good. Hey, who does keys on that? Uh, like it's I not the Children of Bodom keyboards, right? <laughs> no, no, no. It no. sounded uh, different. Like the keys sounded different. And they're not that heavy in the song. Like that that mm. part did have that one part, but like it's just it's subtle keys. It's okay. not. It's more of like, hey, it's, this is a Lexi's band. It's not okay. like you know the other one where they're trading on and off, and everyone was like equal almost. You know, right? Sure, yeah. Okay. This okay. one was more just guitar driven. Like, okay, this is a Lexi just writing badass shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it sounded different. Like they had some like more just like simple chords going in the beginning with the keys. Mm-hmm. Different than like what the old school stuff was, but cool. All right. Well, I'm going to do one that again, I mean, I don't know, man. I If you don't have this on your list, I'd be pretty surprised, but uh, let's go ahead and listen to the, my second one or no, it should be actually the, the first one, I think. No, no. Clip two. Clip two. Make up your fucking mind. Clip brother. two. <laughs> Yeah, so do you, you know what that one is, Stan? Oh, don't. <laughs> okay, so that's the EP that Havoc Runu put out this year. Did you get a chance to listen to it? Is it? Yeah. Dude, that one sounds different. What song is that? Uh, I uh, I don't think I wrote it down. <laughs> you don't? Oh. I think it was like, uh, dude, I don't know. Maybe the second to last, but yeah, I forgot actually. But I don't even know how you say dude. this EP, but... I guess okay. <laughs> the this one's on my list too, but the the thing I liked about this it was so different. 
Yeah. Every song's different. And that I, I guess I really didn't realize, um, like, uh, what was it? The second track's my favorite off that one. Okay. Um, and that one's a more, like, melodic, you know, it's almost like more of a melodic black, like, mm-hmm. but then it's like every track's different. I don't know if they're recorded at different times and they just kind of just put them together. I don't know what the deal with this, but it the only didn't thing even, like, sound I, like them. So the only thing I know about it is that some of it's taken from old shit and some of it's okay, like full on brand sense. new. Yeah. So they took like some of their early material. I don't know if it was released material or unre- I don't even know, but old shit. And then they kind of rearranged, re, you know, whatever made it, made it new, mm-hmm. formed it into new shit. And then also some new stuff. So I think that is why it sounds a little different than like, you know, maybe like the last album or whatever. And yeah. Each track is a little bit different, but I, I think it made for like a really cool EP it and, did. That's what I was intrigued by it. Yeah. And I like I like, like really like the first two songs on that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like the whole fucking thing. I mean, they they do the big epic songs that just like mm-hmm. make you just pumped. And then they do some of the darker stuff. Like I like that. Like it was one maybe a little some of the stuff's a little bit darker than maybe on the last album. That might have been some of the earlier material. I don't know. But I mean, if you like that band, it's definitely it's definitely one to 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 listen to don't don't skip it just because it's an ep because it's it's actually pretty that's long i i like left until like last week yeah i, I didn't listen to it a couple times either. yeah like and it just it was like the that's what happened this year there was just we got flooded with so much other shit that i had definitely had no time for mm-hmm. you know eps yeah no i get it i get it i i haven't listened to this nearly enough times but i was just blown away when i did listen to it and uh, it, I definitely know I'll listen to it some more. So they're just such a great band. I mean, yeah, just they give you everything you, like that I want, like this big Bathory epic riffs that pump you up. But then also, like I said, some of those more like intense, heavy riffs, the evil stuff. It's just got all that stuff. And yeah, if, again, ha- Havoc Runu, hard to spell, Havoc but Runa, finish. Yeah. I don't know. Q, Irkillen, Yula. Yeah, I wouldn't even try the track names. Do we yeah. want to listen to the song that you had picked out for them? You want to listen to like the differences? Yeah. Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. Good idea.
That's some beautiful shit. I'm back. <laughs> so was that was that off the album Ku Aikitan Yala? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Dude, so I was just like, going to say before dude, the clip, I like, Shawty, for sure you'll like this band. Dude, well, I love them. Yeah, the, uh, the 2020 album is amazing, Stan. You're oh, right. Okay. I found oh, okay. it later. Yeah, it's they're fucking awesome. Like, dude. they just have that... I don't know. It's just that beautiful finished tone to the guitars along with the fucking group vocals that they just had there. It's just like bone chilling at times. So, dude, yeah, they're the closest thing I think we'll ever get to uh, like a mortal doing that epic like riffing. Yeah. But then they they throw that peg the pagan shit like on top of it and like, yeah, they are like a perfect. <laughs> Black I was kind of laughing listening to it, thinking like, "Of course you picked this clip because this is like the most like the last album." <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I picked the one that's probably more like you know, and you know how I like the other stuff a little bit better. Yeah, than the last yeah, one. yeah. <laughs> Even though I came around big time on the last one, but yeah, just that was perfect. Like you know, like the bigger <laughs> group sing along from the last album. That had to be a newer track, I would think. Yeah, oh yeah. That's what I mean. The one you played sounded way older. Yeah, yeah. Which I think yeah. I gravitate more towards, but yeah. both all, it's the whole all thing's good, good though. Yeah. One of good these shit. days when I have more time, I'm gonna learn Finnish the language and like I'm gonna <laughs> sing along to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking head. <laughs> I know I am. <laughs> uh all right. So who are we at now? Oh god, that's so good. You might as well dude. go again. I only Me? got one okay. left now. Guys, I fucked up. So, <laughs> you know why that track didn't sound like Kevin Cruno? Because it wasn't. I know. Because it wasn't. <laughs> yes. Remember, yeah, I fucked up earlier. Damn. What's so, new? So, so, what one was that one? Because I have an idea. Yeah, okay. So, I don't know how we're going to sort this out. I don't know if I should just fix the clips or what later in the, in the show. But, uh, so the band I played was, they're called. Katavasia. Oh, okay, I don't know. Katavasia. The little three, no, two track, two track EP or whatever you want to call it, release was called mm-hmm. Descending to Archeron. It was the second track. And it's like uh, Hellenic black metal, essentially. Okay. I'm pretty sure there's some people in this band it's- from some of the bigger, like, I think there's somebody from Vrathron in it. Maybe that's what I thought it was. If I had yeah. to guess, because I knew they put an EP out this year. Yeah, yeah. I loved their their one before this too. I had a full length last year. It almost made my list, and I didn't. I just never. It just didn't. But uh, it's fucking good. If you like any of those kind of big riffs, any that any of that yeah. kind of like Greek black metal, Rotting Christ, early shit. You know anything like that? It's fucking good, man. But I don't know. Should we play? Should we play? Dude, the- I was like. <laughs> I was uh, I was like going insane. I was like, no, there's no way that wasn't it. And I was just maybe because I didn't like that EP. I didn't get into like a whole lot until like recently. So I was like, maybe I'm just wrong and I'm just getting yeah. my <laughs> thoughts mixed up. I but knew when it I played, lightning. I was like, I started thinking too. I was like, wait a minute. I feel like the, the Havakuna track, I had more of like an epic part in it. So I was yeah. confused too. Like <laughs> The sound was just all okay. <laughs> all right, listen, I'm we're going to just do this. I played that one earlier. If you like, then just go listen to it. But like I feel like we should play the have a Kuno clip real quick. Yeah, let's do okay. it. I, yeah, I think it's clip one. Yeah, 
that's why I don't like EPs because goddamn, I just want more of that, and it's not. Yeah, but they've got some CDs, man. Like you can do this EP, you can do the one from yeah, last year, you can do one yeah, from I before know, that. But I'm just saying, I want something new now. Like I've listened oh. to this shit before. I've gone. I mean, I have uh, their last like three albums, I think. So yeah. I went back. Yeah, it's good. It's just it's not enough. <laughs> Um, all right, let's move on. Let's get out of this mess that we're in right now. And let's go <laughs> into, let's do some other black metal. So this one is track three. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> How about those riffs? Yeah, and those fucking vocals. Yeah, the dude, speed, those vocals are insane. The, the speed. <sighs> yeah, so that's uh, the band. Another hard hard one to say, but Marzul, Marzul, M-E-R-Z-U-U-L. The track was Armistice, and the release was called Gallipoli. It's like a, it was like a four track, I think, something like that, but man. Like you said, Shadi, that's how this thing is. Like speed and fucking riffs and those vocals are like just like animalistic. Like I never know what. You can't tell what he's saying. Like Spell that band again, the, the name again? M-E-R-Z-U-U-L. I feel like the ri- like the vocals are just there for the intensity, you know? Like you don't know what he's saying. It's just like kind of just adds to the whole fucking thing. But basically the riffs, man. It's like... I. I guess it's a side project from another band, which I don't know the other band. Hopefully it's not just like a one little small release because I would love for like a full a full album of this stuff. Like kind of like war metal, I guess, is what you would call most of it. But but with this is what it says on Bandcamp. Side okay. project from Noctrillum member. Like doesn't say which one it is. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. See, yeah, I, there's I like a mystery behind it. Yeah, I never yeah. I don't know that band. I kind of want to check yeah. it out now. But a little more like catchy and riffy than some of like the maybe normal war metal would be. But I was just like, if you don't headbang to that riff in that, like, yeah, I don't, no, I, I don't I know. I agree 100%. I'm more intrigued than find out who these members are. Cause and then this, <laughs> this one, this other band doesn't even have any member names. It's like a mystery. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I guess I don't know. Maybe you don't, maybe no one knows. I don't know. But yeah. They're longer tracks and like that part <clears throat> repeats again. And like it's just so catchy. Like you'll be. 
you'll be like singing that shit in your ear like later in the day or like thinking of it, you know. But all right, Stan, what else? All right, my last one. I've talked about this one before, but let's just listen to it. That was uh, Hedonist from, uh, where are they, from Canada. Uh, the demo is uh, Septural Lacerations. Yeah. I brought them up a couple episodes ago. Yeah. I thought about adding them on my list, and I was like, I know you're going to bring it up. That's, like, really the only, like, demo I know that was, like, I know if it was like good this year. Mm. It wasn't a lot of demos this year. Last year, I feel like there was a lot of like maggot stomp, like, mm. and now all those maggot stomp bands are putting out full lengths now this year. Like, you know, there wasn't a lot of demos to me. Okay. Yeah. 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 So this one like definitely struck out, stuck out, but it's just like whole uh, like bolt thrower worship, like autopsy worship, like fucking the blast from the past right there. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it, dude. <laughs> it's such a fun little like EP. Like, it's so if you yeah. like Bolt Thrower, you're gonna fucking love it. Yeah, modern sounding. That yeah. track was uh, "Bottomless Sun," I believe. Okay, I've got to remember. But yeah, yeah, I bought Listen that one immediately. Thing. Yeah, these guys are just asking to put out a tape release. Maybe I should contact them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does sound like that should be on tape. Yeah. They even got the cover art just ready to go. <laughs> yeah, they don't. You can't find a tape of it. I don't think they have nothing. Oh, just digital or something. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, they need a tape. Yeah. All right. So, do you want it's, something in the black realm, or do you want to go to some death? No, let's go to some death. Okay. Let's do clip uh, six.
Ah, you butcher. That <laughs> <laughs> was starting to get so good, too, and you just fucking cut it out. It does go into heaviness right there. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was fucking awesome. That's where the clip should have started, was right there. <laughs> no, no, no. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is cool because it goes into that heavy shit, and then it goes into this creepy, eerie shit, and it just it's it's a good full song to hear. I hated making a clip of it, but but it's shit just, like that that I need like something next to the the side of my <laughs> desk that I can just fucking punch. Like once that happens, <laughs> yeah, I just want to start breaking shit. Like it was, yeah, good fucking <laughs> clip, dude. That uh, this is my second try at this band for you guys. Uh, I brought them up a while back. And uh, it stuck around, like, again, it's like one of my favorite EPs from this year. Well, I don't even know if it's an EP. It's a three-tracker. It's labeled as like a single or whatever, you know, but demo. Might be a demo, but it's Parallax Occlusion, that yeah. album or EP or whatever. It's called Ray Traces of Death. So <laughs> I played a different track last time. And I just remember, Stan, you were kind of lukewarm on it. You were like, it's okay. So I was like, I got to throw another is- one. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember it, but definitely this was that was a good track. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I can't remember what it was about the other one. You weren't like, you were didn't not like it. You were just like, yeah, it's okay. You know, you just didn't know. But that yeah. was the second track on it. It's called Incalculable Thresholds. But um, dude, I don't know. They have an EP out before it, or again, I think it was like a demo, which was fucking great. And then this one came out, so I immediately checked it out. And they just do a similar thing that like Tumult does where they like do that cool finish riffing. Like, uh-huh. you know, you can hear that strange, different type of patterns, like a little bit of Demolic in there and just some of that weird shit. And uh, I love that. I really love that. And they don't overdo it. They throw it in there just when you want it. And uh, I fucking, I think it's so great. Yeah, there's only three tracks. They're longer. I mean, it's decently long for three tracks, but... um. First two are similar to that, and then the last track goes a little more slow, a little more doomed out without being completely doomed. But um, cannot wait for like a full length from this band. I think it's going to be fucking great. They haven't put one out yet? No, just these two little... I think they're both like three trackers or something like that. Hmm. Yeah, but it's fucking good. What label are they on? Ooh. You know... I don't know. I've seen it. Actually, I've seen it released on a couple. They might have done something on Blood Harvest, but I don't think they're like fully on that. So I don't even know. It's a good question. So, Shoddy, no more short shit for you. You, you. Nope, nope, nope. Okay. You sure there's no more nothing you want to talk about? Yeah, I'm positive. <laughs> I right. told you it wasn't really an EP year. Nothing? For... No demos? Nothing? No, I don't really have anything. <laughs> I, I honestly, I looked back, dude. I, I dug, I dug. Nothing? Nothing that starts with an E ends with a ment. <laughs> no, I'm not. I can't think of it. Who? Uh, maybe one of your good friends put it out. I don't know. Oh, oh, oh! I'm disappointed. <laughs> it's like I thought that was on Jason's list, and I didn't think that was an EP. I thought that was a full length. All right, it's my, really it's my number five pick. <laughs> Dude, I think we should play another track from your fucking demo because I wanted to play the song that I like the best off of it. All right, let's do it. I, I, I want to do the, what's it, the second track? What is it, Blood? God, I don't even fucking remember. Are you kidding uh, me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's oh, a Blood, a blood Declaration. Right yeah, there Blood you go. <laughs> Declaration, dude. That's the fucking track. <laughs> I want to play that because I want people to hear that track. <laughs> All right, let's do it here. I mean, I think that's a fucking great 
track. Like, it's so good. Like, the way you went into that fucking, the samples and shit. Like, oh, my God. You guys know where St. Shawty, you got the... Where yeah, you go? I have it on my yeah, YouTube. Yeah. I'll get you a timestamp. Oh, you're going to send oh, okay. it? Yeah. yeah, you know, I'm on YouTube and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, that's on my end of the year list. That's why I wasn't going to bring it up now. <laughs> <laughs> I won't allow it. I can't go on a rant about EPs on a list and then... <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. You guys didn't want to turn it off. No, I didn't. I lost track of time. Dude, I Dude, forgot just so how good, good that fucking song was. I know, I know. <laughs> like you, might, you had to have been like smiling when you fucking finished that one. Like, 
Dude, okay, dude, that song, dude. So the first, the the two other, the first song and the other song, I wrote those like in a day, like two days, and they were like done. I just needed to record them good, and then I wanted a third song, and that one took me like three months to write. Did it really? Yeah, yeah. It was just so much scrap, so much bullshit back and forth, and like told us something I was happy with, and then like came up with that organ part i was like oh god <laughs> dude that's what i'm saying man it just fucking fits so good like it's like seamless sounding too like it's it's fucking cool yeah we should go back to quarantine days nothing to do <laughs> yeah <laughs> light days of work that's all i do is write guitar riffs oh <laughs> uh, well i think everyone should check that shit out check out that uh where can they find us dan if they want to like check out more of that uh i got on youtube for free i don't give a fuck like band camp uh <laughs> if you really want to support me i got tapes i got a bunch of them sitting here on my wall desolate sound productions.com mm. my little label started maybe we'll get to it a little bit later on today okay yeah very nice all right so that was shoddy's pick yep yep that was my pick <laughs> been waiting all day to talk about it seemed like such a good pick <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys want another one? Yeah, let's do one more. Yeah. Yep. All right, because I got two more, but I don't. I'm just gonna play. I'm just gonna play one more clip, and then I'll read off the other ones. Because the other one I talked about before. Yeah, I got a couple like mentions, yeah, but yeah, I don't got to play a million clips tonight. So let's do let's do the one I haven't talked about before, which should be uh, clip five. So that was the the band Adewanten. Adewanten. You could look up Solon Cadence is the release. I think like four or five tracks on that one. I found out about this one because I kind of tend to check out anything that Damien Herring from Horrendous. He uh he does a lot of like production work, like mixing and mastering and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and he always will share it like on his Facebook or his Instagram, and it's always good. I mean. It's always at least quality, and some of it is really good. And like, just the production work is always great. So, I checked this one out, and it's just so different. Like, 
it's like a mix of melodic death and like there's some post metal in there and just different, but it all kind of has that little bit of 90s vibe to it to kind of tie it together. Like kind of a little bit of an old school quality. I heard like a... Dude, I was yeah, really like liking a, it. Like some of those riffs were like melodic hardcore post hardcore yeah that's what i'm saying yeah. like post but then, I, don't even, I don't even know what genres but it's just a lot of that yeah but the I vocals thinking, were straight up like evil yeah exactly which keeps it all pretty cool from not getting too melodic you know well that's what yeah. i was just about to say that's what i was really really digging about it was the vocals mm-hmm. me too and like that's what's cool too is they have like guest vocals like from i don't know if it's from Dam- maybe from damien but like someone from horrendous is doing vocals on it i think him and uh, it's got that. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that band. They're like the medieval kind of band, uh, Obsequie. I've played them before, but like he's the drummer yeah, yeah. for it. Yeah. He and then. So this is another like side project then. Uh, I guess. I mean, I think the main people of the band maybe aren't so much, but like you know, this guy does the drums, and there's some, there's a bunch of different guest vocals in it. So that, that's like it could you know caught my attention from it, but. It's just, it's got a lot of good melody, and it really, honestly, it just kind of sounded fresh. Like, it just sounded different than a lot of other shit, you know? So, that's what made me, like, actually come back to it enough times. Like, when it released, I bought it. Actually, I bought it just off that track, pre-ordered it, and, like, the whole thing was cool. It's got stuff that'll catch you off guard. Like, it's not all one thing, and uh, really, I just want to see what they're going to do in a full length. It seems like the kind of band where you just want a full album of it. But, I was, yeah, I was curious, Sean. I, th- I thought you might like it for sure. Yeah, no, that was a banger for sure, dude. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the one I hadn't played before. Um, I'll just, I guess I'll just list off a couple of the other ones that I was like pretty big on. One that I like had played before a while back was a demo. It was the band Internal Infestation, which I haven't seen on anyone. I don't know. I haven't heard anybody talk about it, but it's a demo. It's three tracks. It's the one, I don't know if you guys remember, but basically it's like Jeff Walker from Carcass, like vocals. Like mm-hmm. with like a like death thrash, like demolition hammer and morbid saint exhume like shit like that. I fucking loved it. I was gonna play that one for sure. That's probably my. I mean, it's my favorite demo of the year for sure. And then I was gonna play this, but I was like, dude, you guys aren't gonna like it, so I just skipped it. But the band is Solemn Lament. It's like that classic epic doom kind of sound. Clean vocals, slower, kind of emotional, a little bit of Paul Bear, but. I really liked that one. Four tracks. The Spirit of Drift EP was great. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't have it. I, that's, I, you know what? I was like, we've talked about Spirit of Drift enough. Like, everybody knows we love them. If you like the band, I you're going to like good. it. Yeah. They're I liked stuff. it too. Yeah. I want a full length. I mean, yeah. they're just like a full length. You got to have a. I know. I, I played it a bunch, though. I really, I, I do really like it. I just, like I said, we, you know, everybody fucking know. Like, you know, I don't got to tell you I love Spirit of Drift. So, yeah. I listened to the Enslaved EP today. It was kind of cool. Nothing, uh, I mean, you know. Another one of those ones, just do the full Do length. the full length. That's what I was <laughs> yeah. thinking. It was cool. I was out like walking in the woods today, and it was kind of a cool vibe, but it was like 18 minutes. I was like, man, this is not enough to capture like the Enslaved thing. Yeah, that's exactly. You got to encapture something. Yeah, but it was good. Yeah. It, was, it was good for sure. But Oh, I'm length. sure it is. I mean, they're veterans. Yeah. Lamp of Murmur, their uh, little split or their little two track that came out was good. And then the last one, uh, I was real big on this, but again, I don't think you guys would appreciate it. It's like a trad metal release. Um, yeah, so the band is called Series, S E R E S, and the demo is called Tyrant's Rise. But for anybody who likes kind of like early Merciful Fate, you know, not so much King Diamond vocals, but uh, they list like Manila Road. 
Shit like that. That early classic 80s sound, but not overproduced. It like sounds like it came from that era, and it's like four tracks. I've been big on that one too. that that's, those are the ones i would list yeah definitely that spirit of drift it was good like i just i don't know i just want full i mean full I, songs. So that's why i agree 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. i loved it's that just album a, he's but like, just wanted more dude, he's good at writing like a full piece like a, mm-hmm. an album you know yeah no <laughs> i get it some of my like honorables wolfheart they put out an ep they're one of those bands like they don't need to have put out a full album. They just write good songs. So like two songs is like good enough. Mm. So like they're fine for an EP. The the like the like the forgotten gem of early on is that uh you guys remember that uh Taurus uh Ebernia? Yeah, I thought you were gonna bring it up. That's why I didn't. Yeah, it was really I, good. I, I kind of like just forgot about it. And I like there was, was a mix up with the CV, CD. I just got it like a couple weeks ago and I ordered it like you know when it mm. came out. Yeah, I just kind of forgot about it, but. Yeah, that that one I'm gonna definitely go back to. Yeah, hopefully what a full was the length. Other one? Yeah, that's the, the thing with most of those like... EPs, and it's like you listen to it and you like it, but you're like, give me the full length, you know? Yeah, yeah. exactly, a hundred percent. Certain ones you can do it. Certain demos, it's got an appeal. It's like, like I said, that internal infestation one. I felt like, oh, you know what? I don't even need a full like just like a three track EP on there or a demo on that. It's just like perfect. But some of it, you just really just kind of want more. Yeah, yeah, I think that's it. I got okay. I any big announcements you want to make? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. no, now that you say that, <laughs> uh, yes, uh, I'm actually very proud to announce that Desolate Sound Productions, my label I started back in April when I put my demo out and I haven't done shit since, <laughs> is actually they're putting out their second release tomorrow. So I don't know when this video will be, or this episode will be posted, but Friday the 10th. This one, it's, uh, it's special to me because it's like, uh, you know, it's like one of our own. I'm putting out a tape for our uh, Richard. I don't think we ever brought him up, actually. No, unfortunately. Um, Richard from uh, the Falkland Islands, his project Blood Rust. He put out a full length, I think it was last year, Burning of Aeons. Yeah. Which was a really solid, good, like, 
thrashy death metal release. But then he uh, he put out another full length again this year, and I don't know how this guy dude does it. He's got, I think he's got two kids and uh, you know, busy life. But he's just he's putting out quality shit. You know, one man like exactly what I pictured pictured like my label for like was like these like kind of projects. Yeah. So when I started hearing his new shit, I jumped on that shit. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Heavy bolt so, thrower vibes and like dude bolt thrower like just. I'm just in, I'm so impressed. Like the songs are so well written. Like yeah, and especially this album. This is a a legacy of vengeance. I'm doing the tape release for him. He's got a he's got a deal with for the CDs with uh Plague Demon Records, I believe something something along those lines. But yeah, I heard it. I was like I was just blown away. Like the quality, like just quality riffs and song structures and. Yeah, vocals are badass, and just that guy knows how to write a riff. Lyrics are cool. It's all like war yeah, themes it's all and stuff. War, historical. Yeah. I I thought it was great. I know he's got like a lyric video up, and I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm gonna play a clip for you guys. Sweet. This is uh, I believe this one's unreleased, but you guys will hear it on the tenth. Hmm. Everything, but this one is upon a sea of souls. Heavy bolt thrower vibes. fucking solid this is solo yeah did uh Damn. i believe i believe his producer does like his uh the solos um that which was that was a badass solo 
Yep, um, yep. But yeah, he writes everything. Um, I think he programs the drums. But yeah, it's all solid. He just does it out of his basement or whatever, his bed or you know his home studio, and that's just fucking sends it awesome, off to a guy dude. that mixes it's it. So- and yeah, it sounds amazing too. That's what I mean. It doesn't sound like uh you know the typical one man. You know. Yeah, yeah. Even my shit. You know, you could tell it was probably made in a basement. You know. <laughs> But this was like solid. Yeah, dude. That's but the cool. whole thing is like it's nine tracks. It's just riff after riff. Like, yeah, cool. Th- like we, like you said, war metal theme. And then uh, the cool thing is we did. Uh, we ended up doing a unreleased demo on the on the tape only. So if you guys want to hear that, it's called Butcher's Nails. It was a so it was a cool track. I'm surprised I didn't get uh, it. Didn't move on to the mm. final production, but. Yeah, yeah it's just cool. Really, really good fun first. working with him, and he's a good he's a good dude, and he just makes quality metal. That's what I was saying. Like, that's a good first one to put out. Like a friend of the show, exactly. You know, he's a good guy. He's writing good shit. Like, it's perfect. Yeah, and he's always been a big supporter of us. And yeah. I just seen he just posted the banger TV brought up a uh, blood rust. <laughs> I was like, yeah. that is fucking awesome. <laughs> that's bit that's cool, man. That should get some eyes on it. You know? Yeah. A lot of people watch he that it, YouTube yeah. channel. Yeah, good for him, man. Yep, so if you guys want to tape, head over to desolatesoundproductions.com. Richard, just try and do better for your next tape release label. <laughs> this guy's going to take all your money. He's going to rip you the hell off. <laughs> yeah, sorry, bro. <laughs> no, he was he was like the perfect one for me to work with because like I don't uh, to be honest with you I don't know what I'm doing, you know. <laughs> and he was like new to the whole like release and stuff. He just made metal to make metal, you know. Mm-hmm. So like it was like cool to learn all this stuff and you know see where it goes. We'll, we'll see, but it was yeah. fun as hell. Now you need some more. Yeah, I know. Send those submissions. Yeah, submissions. Is it like is it one man one woman projects only or? Uh, you know. I always, I always wondered, like, if I've come across something that deserves it, like, I would probably pursue it, you know. But like, that's the idea behind it. Like, I want it to be, yeah, you know. Or the two, the two person bands, you know. There's a lot of yeah. times, like, a guy does all the instruments and there's a vocalist, you know. This counts the same, you know. Yeah, yeah, like just like small DIY type shit. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll send you my little demo after this, dude. No, I'm sending it first. <laughs> Fuck it. I was literally just about to tell him. <laughs> There's I got a really cool noise everyone. project. A lot of fucking garbage really, cans and <laughs> even though even though I I find it really I just find it hard to get the time to like even work on this stuff. But you know this the little bit I do I do enjoy it. Like I like it's my I'm on my way to retiring. You know, <laughs> <laughs> quit my job. I'm gonna do metal full time. <laughs> hey, I heard it pays really well. <laughs> <laughs> Good plan. <laughs> I'll be like what uh what's it what's a one fucking uh I'll just be like Roadrunner. I'll just find a nickelback to <laughs> sign <laughs> you know, make all that money and just put it into the death metal. It's a good idea. Back end. Yeah. Good idea. Good plan. I'll be your nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got today though. Yeah, I think that covers it. Got the interview next. Listen to that, and then we got we got the end of the year list next. So yeah, big times. Yep, all the it's big that time hitters of the year again. Yep, and if you guys aren't signed up for Patreon, head over to there and sign up because we got our award show coming up. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, I'm sure we'll probably do another <coughs> shit metal uh, episode. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, can't wait for that. <laughs> that was a good time last year. <laughs> yeah, so this is all bonus stuff. So if you guys want to sign up, Patreon into the combine. Yep, find us on Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Instagram, dude. That's the most important one now. That's Insta. what I'm, everyone keeps saying. I got to get on that. 
<laughs> it's like a pattern. Like once I got into MySpace, Facebook was like blown up. So I had to switch over there, you know. Now once I kind of like actually being active on Facebook, now Instagram's a new thing. It's like a not a never ending. <laughs> never ending shit loop dude you're yeah. still behind like there's tiktok like yeah, snapchat i don't yeah, even I don't. know what tiktok is honestly <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, I don't either stand i just play on my vlts fuck all that other shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah but jason keeps up on that stuff so we're all on there so good <laughs> all right well that's another episode in the combine i'm stan the man i'm evil jay i'm shouting you guys stay fucking metal Hey, Connor. What's going on, man? How you doing? Good. What's going on? Not much, man. Just uh, sitting here, drinking a beer. Gonna be, I'm a little slow today. I went and seen Blood Incantation last night. It was a fucking late night. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> How was that? Was that good? Man, you know what? It was my first time seeing them, and uh, I missed them. They came here a while back with Demolik, and I've, I've been pissed ever since. And so I, I jumped at this one, and yeah, man, it was, it was fucking great. It was just it, you Hell know. Yeah, I'm sure that it was awesome. Yeah. Have you seen them before? I have. Yeah, I've seen them a couple times. I saw them recently. Actually, they were great. You guys ever play with them or anything? Ah, uh, you know what? We've never played with them actually. But uh, you know, I've seen them. I saw them when they toured with. It was Morbid Angel and Immolation. Mm-hmm. And I saw them recently. Another band I play in did the uh, Decibel Fest in Philly, and they were playing as well. So I got to see them at that. Oh, right on. That's awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude, I've, I, it's been cool, man, because like for me, I don't know about you, it sounds like you've been playing some shows for a little bit here. I've only been out to, this would be my third show like since everything was shut down, so it's just been cool like being back out, you know what I mean? Totally, yeah. I haven't played a ton, but you know, I've been you know doing like one or two a month, I'd say, and then maybe going to one or two a month on my own as well. Okay. So slowly getting back into it, you know? It's not like it used to be, but you know slowly but surely right what was the first show you went back to like when everything got back good question i'm pretty sure it was it was i i play in that band eternal champion okay and uh we played a uh 
show in Austin in Texas. I want to say that was July. So that was that had to have been my first one back because I don't think I played anything else before or even went to anything else before that. So yeah, what was that like? Like that first one back? It was good, man. It was uh, that one was really cool. It was a uh, it was a memorial for a friend of ours. So there was like you know a little bit of heaviness in the air, you know. Mm. But uh, it was a great time and. It just felt really good to see everybody again, and you know, I, I I have nothing but love for that that whole weekend and that show. It was awesome, man. It was yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I know, like the first one I went I going to was just like I think I had a smile on my face for like the first full band set. You know what I mean? It was just weird. Like, oh, totally. <laughs> you get used to going to shows yeah. whenever, and then all of a sudden you go for so long without them. I know, man. It's it's really it's a part of our lives that. You know, it's such a shame that it went away for as long as it did, but glad it's, you know, coming back. Yeah, it's coming back. It's made us thankful, you know. People are appreciating them. Shows are selling out like crazy. So, I mean, that's at least cool. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I think I've seen you guys only once, but it was, um, so I'm in Michigan here, and you guys came through Flint. You guys came to the machine shop? Yeah. Yeah. We did. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which is. uh, Yeah, that was a sick show. Yeah, I forget exactly. I know it was like Gate Creeper and there was um Incantation. Uh and Dying Fetus. Dying Fetus, that was the other one. Damn, I forgot actually. That's yeah. a that's a pretty stacked bill. Oh yeah. And that was the first show of that tour actually. Was it really? Wow. Yeah, that was day one. So I, I remember that show really well. Yeah, yeah. It was it was just cool. It was just a good solid like full death metal lineup. It was I yeah, I remember really loving it because I, I knew you guys like from that album a little bit, but not a whole lot. And I just remember like the live show brought it together though. It was like, you know, one of those where you kind of go back into it after you see a band live. So that was that was a really cool one. Totally. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, that was a great gig. Yeah. It's a funny venue. It's like um <laughs> like you like usually it's like more bands like I don't know, like like more um like a like Buck Cherry, like <laughs> like a band like that, like yeah, totally. Like, but like totally. five years after the single came out, like the, a lot of times they host bands yes, like that. I, so. You know what? Every area has a venue like that, so <laughs> yeah. I know you know I know the vibe big time. But yeah, yeah, it was cool, man. I'd never been to Flint before. We had played a bunch of other places in Michigan, but never Flint, so that was cool. Yeah, dude, that was a really cool. That was a really cool show. Cool lineup. How many like um? Because you guys have been a like. When did you guys start as a band? Like, I, you, I know you guys have like three albums, but I don't, I don't know exactly when you guys came together. Yeah, sure. Uh, we started in 2013, like early early 2013, and then you know started really writing in the summertime of that year. So it's been almost uh, almost nine years now. Damn, that's okay. That's, that's longer than I thought. Yeah. No, yeah, a lot of people think that we started a lot later than we did, but we've been a band for a pretty long time. So you guys were probably pretty young at that point, like when you guys started then? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I was I'm the youngest guy in the band and I was uh 19 years old and then Tim our singer, he was 20. Okay. So we were we were like children when we started the band, you know. Right, right. Well, how'd you guys all meet and everything? So I was actually uh living in North Carolina and I knew Tim and Nolan, our bass player from, they played in a band called DOC, which was like a grindcore band. You mm-hmm. know, I had seen them play down in North Carolina a couple of times or once actually just one time, but you know, we'd become friends just through mutual people and the internet and, you know, however people make friends. And, you know, I, I kind of just randomly decided to move up to DC that year, 2013. I wasn't, you know, really loving living in North Carolina. I just wanted something new. 
So I remember hitting up Tim because we had bonded over, you know, death metal stuff, which like at that time really wasn't that popular. I mean, I know especially like old school death metal stuff is like all the rage now. But back then, like, I mean, you know, you're kind of a loser if you're into that stuff. Like that wasn't really what, yeah, it wasn't what everybody was into. You know what I mean? I'm trying to think like uh, like 2013, what was that? Like like deathcore time? Like what? The tech death, maybe uh, more so yeah. stuff like that. It was like the end of tech death and deathcore still in full swing. And also, like if you were if you were like a cooler person into metal, I feel like you were into like Sleep and Electric Wizard right. and bands of that ilk, like Doomy, Stoner, right kind of bands. But death, like pure death metal, was not like you know, high on people's lists back then. Right. And, so you uh, found someone else that was I, into it. Yeah, exactly. And Tim and I had a very similar, you know, musical background. Like we were both just kind of like shit kicker kids who loved carcass and obituary and suffocation and gore guts and like whoever else, you know? So we just started talking about those bands and we decided that when I moved up there that we were going to do a band. And I mean, it was like literally the first week that I lived in DC, we started jamming. So, Damn. came together very quick that's cool like when did that when did that stuff start for you like with the death metal and everything like was that uh early on or like what like where'd you start off with music i started off with music when i was like nine or ten years old and my first love was like punk music like like green day and yeah uh, blink 182 and rancid and stuff like that for sure and um then around you know around that time i, I got really obsessed with music in general and so i started getting into like, you know, stuff everybody likes, like Metallica and Black Sabbath and, and stuff like that. And eventually it led me to Maiden and Priest. And then eventually it led me to Slayer and Creator and then eventually Dark Throne and Death and so forth and so on. So I, I was getting into that stuff um, middle school age. So probably when I was in like seventh grade. Okay. That's cool. Did you have friends that were into it too, or were you just like on your own with it? I was completely on my own. I mean, I had <laughs> like, you know, like one of my friends was really big into Slayer with me and like a couple of my friends liked punk music, but not really metal stuff. And I would like try to get them into like, I'd show them like, you know, death leprosy and I'd be like, yo, there's like a, there's like a punk part here. It's cool. And they'd be like, <laughs> eh, I don't know. Like, you know, not, so I was kind of on my own in, in that sense. But, you know, I would meet people later who were into that stuff. But, like, even when I started going to death metal shows when I was, like, 15, this would have been, like, 2009. I mean, I was going by myself at first. Like, I didn't know anybody who was into that shit. Right. So it was, you know, just me at the time. Yeah, man. I can remember times, like, back in that era, like, because um, I – actually kind of like similar where I was like into a lot of like that, like earlier skate punk type stuff. And, you know, I yeah, skateboarded. Totally. So all my friends, we would just listen to that kind of shit and skateboard. And I remember there was a Same. couple kids in our school that were like, kind of like more outsiders, but they would be rocking the like death metal shirts. And I remember just being like, who the fuck is that guy? You know, yeah, I, I just didn't right. get it at the time. Now I look back and like, man, that guy was probably pretty cool, but totally. it wasn't definitely wasn't no, for sure. Yeah. It wasn't the, it wasn't like the big thing, man. It's just not at that time. No, I mean, you find a lot of people who, you know, especially with the popularity. I, well, I don't know how old you are, but for my age group, like, you find a lot of people in the, you know, mid-2000s and stuff who were into punk 
just because it was pretty popular, whether you were into like, you know, Green Day or, or even some, you know, some shit like Fallout Boy or something that was really popular. Like mm-hmm. you have a lot of people who are like peripherally into punk, but once you get sort of into the metal side of things, like you don't meet a lot of people who are just like peripherally into death metal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you might meet like a deathcore guy who knows about cannibal corpse, mm-hmm. but that's about it. Like you're not going to meet like somebody who's like, yeah, you know, I was into like, you know, atheist and cynic. And then I just got over it. It's like, that doesn't really happen, man. Like right. with metal, you're kind of just in it for life. If it's, if you're fucked up enough for it to connect with you in the first place, like, I'm sorry, but you're fucked for life. Like you're, you're dude, in that's it forever, a, I, you know? It's funny. I've actually never fully thought about it that way because I have, like a lot of my friends, like I said, we were in, you know, the skate punk and then there was a select few of us that kept going further and further and then yeah, that was it. But then like I can think back to a few of them guys where like maybe the furthest they went would have been like, you know, Children of Bodom or... Right. You know totally. what I'm saying? And then they kind of, that's it. You know, they never fully got into that like sickness of it or whatever but no totally totally i think you're right once you hit a certain part of it like it's probably it man yeah once i mean listen like once you're listening to like records called butchered at birth and necroticism (laughs) descanting the insalubrious or whatever the fuck you know like you're you've gone a step too far and you're you're in it forever like (laughs) sorry to say but you're in it Yeah. So like then you like when you guys like started like uh jamming and stuff like cuz you guys like at, like looking at your band now like it's like a you guys have just like a very distinct sound like to me I mean I don't know like but when you guys are writing you're probably like you have an idea like you know we're not we're not playing flashy shit we're not doing that we're doing this like we're doing our thing but sure. like when you guys started like was it were you always already kind of figuring it out were you like quite, quite a bit different from the beginning or you know not yeah we we never really like necessarily sat down and said hey we want it to be you know we wanted to sound like this this and this we kind of just were like tim and i who you know we've always done the the lion's share of the, the songwriting i mean we're into there's like a few bands that we kind of both unspokenly pull from and it's not all necessarily bands that sound the same I mean, it could be, you know, Carcass, it could be I Hate God, it could be, you know what I mean? Like, it's Mm -hmm. it's all, like, heavy metal or or death metal or something, but, like, it's not necessarily, like, oh, we want to sound like the Finnish death metal bands that existed from 1990 to (laughs) 1992, you know what I mean? Which is, like, it's cool when bands do that, too, but, like, we never really had that mentality. We were just, like, all right, we're going to try to pull a little bit of you know, this specific morbid angel thing, a little bit of this obituary carcass, you know, a little, I hate God Sabbath, like just, that's just kind of how we've all, Oh, and Sepultura as well. Mm. It's always been kind of those bands, you know, and it's never really changed, honestly. So you and Tim, you guys are doing most of the writing. Like do you guys get together and jam and stuff like that? Or how do you, how do you guys like to do that stuff? Yeah. I mean, we do it. Yeah. I mean, we really do it the old way. We literally just, get together, hang out. Like back in the day, it was just like order a pizza, you know, listen to the aside and go write music together. And I I mean, really it hasn't changed, honestly. I mean, when we write, when we wrote the new album, you know, that's what we were doing too. Like, you know, it's the same exact thing. And it's usually 
you know, me and him getting together and like we, we kind of joke sometimes about how he's like, uh, you know, James Hetfield and I'm Lars because like he, he does a lot of the, you know, riff writing and then I'll do a lot of the arranging and mm-hmm. like the uh, annoying, like, well, what if we tried this four times instead of three, you know, that kind right. of thing. So that's just kind of how we've always done it, you know? That's cool. Uh, yeah. Cause like, I mean, it's, I always think about that, like with like a band like yours where it's like, man, like there's so much fuck like groove, you know, like to me, like I play guitar. I mean, nothing special, but like, like if I'm writing a riff to me, if you really want to get that like groove and get like that fucking pocket and you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you kind of almost have to at least be with like another drummer to, to yeah, nail totally. that sound. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Sure. I mean, you might come up with some, I mean, I would think you could do some riffing and maybe come up with some ideas and shit, but to, to get the sound like you guys have, but which I love, cause I feel like, and I don't, there's nothing wrong with writing separately. And I mean, so many bands do that now and it works for, you know, it's just, I think it depends on the band and your sound, but it is always cool. I think when a band still does like get together in a room and at least like flesh it out or, or jam, you know, extra parts or whatever, you know? Totally. I I'm with you. And I think, you know, that's a big reason why with the latest record, we did it without a click track, you know, we just mm-hmm. did it like very raw and we're just like, we want it to feel like you're listening to a practice, like a well-recorded practice, basically, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't want it to feel mechanical or, or sterile, you know, we just wanted it to feel, you know, natural and real. So, yeah. Yeah, dude, that, I appreciate that. Cause like, I feel like every year I get older, I'm like looking more and more for that. Like the, like, I feel like when I was younger, I was totally fine with anything clinical sounding and super clean. And now it's like, it's, I don't know if your ears just get used to that. And you're just like, I, I start to like, it, I, I tune out more. Like I have to have it be a little bit more natural. I'm not saying it has to be like super dirty, lo-fi, but like kind of like what you said, like no click track. Like you might not consciously think like, oh, there's no click track on this, but I feel like your ear just kind of, you can feel you, it. Yeah. And you might just know it's like, yeah. I guess I, yeah, you can well, feel you can, it. I think that's when it. You listen, especially in a, in a style like metal, like you can instantly tell when a record was like, you know, just fucking recorded obnoxiously to a click and gridded with pro tools and it becomes so sterile, you know, and, and I think a lot of records sound like that now. And, you know, we did our last record to a click. That was the only time we've ever done it. We, we like, it was honestly me pushing for it because I'm not, you know, I'm not anti click track yeah. at all. I, I like, especially as a drummer, I like a click track, but like, you know, we did it and I just feel like it felt like it wasn't for us, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. we just happened to be more of a kind of a raw, like band that doesn't really benefit from a click track. So that's right. why we did it this way on the new album. It makes a lot of sense. But yeah, for you guys and, like you said, some bands are totally fine, but little things like that, I feel like go a long way, you know? Yeah. Even no, like you I said, agree, like man. if you're doing, I, um, I don't know, like if it's Pro Tools or whatever, and you know it, you're a band that you kind of, maybe you're like copy paste this part here or there. I feel like little things like that. I mean, I'm not saying not that you can't do that or you shouldn't do that because I mean, you got to get in and out sometimes when you're recording. But if you can avoid some of that kind of stuff, I feel like, again, like you're just, your ears kind of like know that, like maybe this part is just like slightly different. And I feel like you don't get as fatigued by it or, or you just, you're just more drawn in to me, I guess. Well, also it's not like, you know, when you have a band who 
records to a click and, 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 you know, makes everything picture perfect in pro tools. Like you go to see them. That's not what they sound like. Right. So what's, what's the point of even doing it in the studio? Like you're not, unless you have, unless you're like a band, like, like Nile or something where everybody right. in that band is like the absolute best at their <laughs> respective instrument. And those dudes like eat, live shit and breathe, you know, technicality, Yeah. you know, like unless you're a band like that, it's, it's not going to sound that way live. So I don't really see the point of, you know, trying to doctor stuff up to the point where it just sounds sterile. Like you right. might as well just make it sound like four or five guys playing in a room together because at the end of the day, that's what being a band is, you know? Yes, dude. Yeah, exactly. And that Nihal is like a perfect example too. Cause that's like just, yeah, that's something where it works and you kind of need that for that kind of a band to even hear everything. Totally. Probably. And I, I fucking love Nile, man. Like they're yeah. the shit, but like there's not many other bands who occupy that space. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it a hundred percent. That's cool. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you guys did it for this one. Like what, uh, so, cause you said you didn't do it for the last one. Like you were trying to kind of have it be a little bit more like refined in the last one like did you decide on this new one like you just like what were some other like things you were like we got to change this or we want to do this for this like new one yeah well so you know our first album forced through domination was very like raw we were young we recorded it no click track i played every fucking song way too fast <laughs> and you know it's just a very like it's like a snapshot of the time almost to a fault and I still really like that record, but there's like, you know, a part of me that's like, oh, I wish that we had recorded it like to a click just so that I could have like played certain tempos the way that I play them live, et cetera, et cetera. But like, it's like I was 20 years old. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Right? So then when we were going to do the second album, Order of Torment, when we signed a relapse, I think we just sort of mentally we were kind of getting a little more professional and we were experimenting with our music a little more, like more tempo changes, more like lengthier songs and stuff like that. And so I think, you know, I was definitely like, hey, like, let's do this record to a click track so it can be as good as it possibly can be. And, you know, I don't necessarily think the click track really made it better or made it worse or anything like that. But we decided with this third album, the self-titled, you know, fuck all that. We're not going to use a click track. We're not really going to experiment at all. We're just going to do the stuff that we know that we do the best. Hmm. You know, at this point we've been on the road with, you know, dying fetus and incantation and full of hell and wind hand and primitive man and all these bands. And we've kind of like played to, you know, a lot of people and seen how they react to our music and we know what we do best. And we know what we didn't want to do in the future. And I think this album is just a result of us like truly trimming all of the fat, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good example of it. Cause it's like, I don't remember what the runtime was like on the last couple, but this one, it feels so perfect. I mean, almost like you want another track, but it's kind of a good thing because how many albums come out and you're just like, you could cut that track. You know what I mean? So totally. it's like super I mean, concise. Most. Yeah. I think the last album was like, close to 40 minutes and then this one is like 33 so yeah, it's definitely okay. slightly slightly shorter i think you know order of torment all the songs are more like five minutes long mm -hmm. and this one they're you know four three and a half depending you know so they're like we just kind of trim the fat man that's all and that was what we were trying to do so i think yeah. that uh it's been cool hearing people's 
takes on it be similar to yours where they're like, yeah, it sounds like that's what you did because right. that's what we were trying to do. Yeah, I like, I really do. I think like it's always a tough call because I mean, some bands you kind of want those super long albums and shit, you know, like obviously you want to hear Enslaved play for like, a you know, fucking hour or whatever, 70 minutes and stuff like that. But I feel like for a lot of death metal, you know, you don't need a whole lot more than 40, 45 minutes, you know, I mean, 30 is like kind of that sweet spot where if you want a little more, you just put it back on again. And I don't know, man, it's like totally. a perfect runtime. Yeah. Most of my favorite death metal records are like no more than 45 minutes at most. Yeah. I mean, 45 might even be pushing it a little bit though. Like, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you guys, or do you ever, um, like I've talked to some people where they'll kind of like study, you know, certain like classic albums, whether it's like, you know, just those, the big, the greats and like kind of see sure. like how they sequence it or like, you know, those bigger ideas or like, you know, whatever, whether it's like a chorus part or like, um, you know, shit like that. Like, do you guys ever do that? Like look for those, maybe even it's not death metal, but like whatever, like something like that where you kind of like learn from the greats. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like that's as musicians, that's what we spend a lot of our time doing and I mean it doesn't necessarily mean that we're like sitting there listening to Altars of Madness and like taking notes and being like track three into track four there's a whooshing sound but like it's not yeah. like that necessarily but like yeah I mean I think we we know what we like and we know what we don't like just from years of being like true fans of, of death metal music and music in general. Right. Yeah I'm thinking like I can't even remember who it was I was talking to at the time, but it was it was almost like I'm pretty sure it was like a completely they were like pulling a lot from like non-metal and it would be like maybe like a pop album. They were just like the way sure. you sequence they were. And I forget like the way that it usually goes, but there's a like kind of like a formula like, you know, the first song is like this and then you put the hit second and, you yep. know, like shit like that, which I thought was really interesting because I don't that's something that I don't know much about and I never really think about. But it's kind of a cool thing to think about taking something like that and then throwing it into like a metal album just to see if the same kind of thing applies absolutely i mean i i definitely think that that's a, a great way of approaching stuff i mean you know it depends on the type of of band you are like certain bands you know like uh like i was listening to the uh the most recent primitive man album a lot the last few days and like you know they have really long songs and you know, it'll be like six songs per album or whatever. So they don't really like a band like that, or even like a blood incantation, if you want to use another modern example, like, you know, doesn't really need to do that because they don't have like traditional album uh, right. structures. Like, but our records are like eight songs, you know, like pretty traditional, like we call it like the Metallica way of doing things like four songs on side A, four songs on side B, you know, and, uh -huh. uh, so I think something like that applies more to us than it does to like other bands who, you know, go a little further outside the box with their song lengths or their, you know, album lengths or whatever. For sure. That's a good point. And maybe they're looking at like some of the, I don't know, the prog greats or like, you know, primitive man. I mean, I don't even know. I don't know what they're looking at. Probably like, like nothing. That stuff just gets so, you know, dense and fucked totally. up. But. I mean, yeah. Cause like, I mean, look, if you like, like a standard yes album, like, is like four songs, maybe three. Yeah. You know what I mean? King yeah. Crimson, like it varies so much. So like, yeah, if you're coming from like a progier perspective, then yeah, that's completely different. But we're not 
like, you know, we're definitely not coming from, I, I love prog rock, but like, we're definitely not coming from that spectrum. You know, we're just right. like trying to make knuckle dragging music and, you know, we do it the way that we do it, you know? Right. For sure. So like these days, like, like, what are you listening to most? Like, are you, do you check out a lot of new stuff or you stick with like classic stuff or like, what are you listening to most? Um, it, it varies, man. You know, I've, I've actually been trying to get better at, at checking out new stuff because it's something that I haven't been, you know, very keen on doing over the years. And, you know, there's a lot of great music that's being made across a lot of genres these days. So it's cool to, you know, hear the new stuff. Like as much as I love the classics, like, it's great when you hear a new band that really grabs you. Like for me, like, you know, like a primitive man or, or a mortiferum or like, you know, bands like that in the death metal realm anyway. But yeah, you know, lately, man, I mean, if you want my honest answer, like lately I've been listening to nothing but Kanye West. Really? Like that's it. Yeah. That's all I've been listening to <laughs> for like probably a month. So, yeah. I mean, I know that's not like a super exciting or a super metal answer but that's that's the truth like and i honestly i think it's important to you know go on breaks where you're not listening to heavy music and especially just exploring like all other types of music you know because it not only it broadens your horizons but it makes you that much more appreciative of that dismember album when you throw it on after not listening to it for a while you know oh yeah i i agree get some palate cleansers in there and mix things up and I, like you said as a musician for sure keep things like, you know, keep things fresh and, and hearing other stuff. I think that's super important. Yeah, definitely. And like, that's always been, you know, something that really all, all of us in the band do. And, you know, like you were saying before, we, we're influenced by music outside of, outside of metal as well. So yeah, I mean, metal wise though, lately, like I've been listening to a lot of like King Diamond stuff, you know, old King Diamond. Mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. also on on the heavier end like the hardcore band from the 90s integrity yeah uh, i've been listening to a lot of integrity so as far as heavier stuff that's what i've been jamming lately right on that's awesome yeah yeah do you guys all kind of have that hardcore you know are you guys all kind of into that a little bit because i mean you can obviously hear that a little bit too when you guys sound you know what no it's just me really okay like i know a lot of people like to you know throw us into that like you know hardcore influenced sort of thing but i mean really i'm the only guy i'm the only guy in the band who's ever been in hardcore bands mm, and okay. uh tim tim is into like chromags and sick of it all and sheer terror and stuff but like he's not a hardcore guy like you know what i mean like he's yeah. he's only into like a select few classics that i feel like pretty much any metalhead is into you know what i right, mean for sure so and other than that, I mean, yeah, that's basically it. Like, like I said before, uh, Tim and Nolan, they both come from more of a, a grindcore background. Mm. Uh, you know, they were in that band Disciples of Christ. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really more where they come from. And then for me, like, yeah, I've been in hardcore bands for years and I, I love hardcore, but I definitely, you know, wouldn't say that hardcore necessarily like influences our music. Like, we have a little bit of that bounce in there and stuff, but, like, you know, we're definitely not like, oh, let's do a, a Mad Ball part, you know? Right, just kinda, no. Any sort of hardcore stuff that comes out is sort of a natural, like, it's just kind of natural, you know? It's not necessarily planned. Yeah, no, I get it, I get it. All right, man, well, uh, 
with that, and I think we pretty much wrap it up. Would you guys have any tours or, or shows or anything like that to throw out there? Yeah, um, we've got uh, some shows coming up in Florida. I don't know how many listeners you have down in Florida, but we uh, are doing a few shows with our, our buddies Caveman Colt, who are in nuclear war now. And uh, it's going to be a Florida-only tour, mm. which is pretty cool. In February, it'll be cool to get out of D.C. Right. Uh, in February, for sure. Yeah. And uh, we got those coming up. And uh, we're going to be, you know, most likely doing a uh, some California stuff as well, you know, early on in, in 2022. So uh, look out for that. And, you know, more dates eventually will be coming to your city wherever you live. So, yeah, yep. good, good. All yeah. right, man. Well, I appreciate it. Good luck uh, with these shows coming up and the album. Everybody's still hopefully listening to it, checking it out. I mean, fucking, you know how people are now. It's like if it comes out in December, it almost doesn't exist. So I'm hoping uh, <laughs> it doesn't happen with this one. Yeah, you know? I, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that a lot, actually. But I, I hope that people, you know, gave our album a chance and all the fucking, you know, fuckwad music journalists already made their... <laughs> Yeah. albums of the year list in fucking september so i knew that exactly. it didn't matter anyway when ours came out but fuck them, who cares if we wait we do it oh. on, on principle like we don't put that shit out until at least the first week of january because i mean what the fuck man you gotta it's like well, you gotta I respect the artist like there's it. still like, albums it doesn't out. make any sense to me like does music just stop coming out in november like no yeah. what's, what's <laughs> right. the point of that it's ridiculous and i mean look i don't give a shit if those people like us anyway i only care if fucking real metal heads who you know listen to music and care about music like us so that's all that matters yeah they're still gonna listen to it they're still gonna check it out regardless of what month it is or what what year it is huge so it doesn't matter that it came out december 3rd versus (laughs) november 3rd you know right music still exists to people who like music you know exactly (laughs) all right man well hey thanks so much appreciate it yeah dude all right man talk to you later all right take care